guys. Welcome to this episode of Chat with Matt. Um, I am really, really, really happy today because I have one of my good friends in the studio with me, uh, Wada. Um, <laughs> I'm laughing because uh, one of the things that I'm going to talk to her about is her making sure that I'm pronouncing her name correctly <laughs> and her correcting me. Um, Wada is a really, really good friend of mine who does so many things, very accomplished in her profession, um, in what she does. Um, but we probably won't get into that today. The main reason why I wanted Wada to come on is um, we always have a lot of conversation about just different things, about being women, about being um, you know, minorities in the UK um, and some of the similarities that we have just about diversity, what that looks like, just about, you know, just the struggles and opportunities that we have navigating who we are. Um, and we've had open and honest conversations just about our communities, me being a Zimbabwean woman, now, what does that mean? What is our culture? What is our language? Um, and her being a Somali woman and sharing, okay, her culture, her food, her language and stuff that I honestly didn't know. And I, you know, we had a conversation and I thought, you know what, Wada, I would love to have you on because I'm pretty sure there are so many people like me who, um, you know, may have friends or interact with different people, but just don't know enough about other people's cultures and sometimes feel a bit like, mm, I shouldn't really ask, you know, and we then maybe get things wrong or make assumptions. So this is just a conversation between friends, um, which I hope you will receive warmly at home. You know, bear with me. I may get some things wrong and, and you know, possibly, you know, with, with the intent of being corrected by what is that we learn. And we actually learn from each other. And I really just wanted to add on just to have, um, yeah, just an understanding of like the Somali culture. And before I sort of hand it over to Wada, just, just for context, you know, like as a Zimbabwean, you know, a lot of the stuff, um, I think Somalia as a country, right, like would always kind of have the whole like, oh, you know, things are bad, but, you know, things are worse in Somalia. Like, like, literally, that would be the narrative, right? It's always kind of like, oh, you know, this is happening, but there's hunger in Somalia. And, and you kind of just have that narrative. Then you travel to the UK um, and then you meet people and you, you, and you realize that actually there's a lot more about people's culture and there's a lot more richness, right? A lot more beauty um, and a lot more similarities. So that was a long monologue, but I just kind of wanted to kind of explain it to you guys so that, you know, it's it's going to be uh, hopefully comfortable, sometimes uncomfortable conversation, but just with the hope that we learn from each other. So I'll keep quiet now. Hi, Wada. <laughs> Hi, Natasha. Thank you very much for having me. That yes. was a great introduction. And in answer to your first question. Yeah. Oh, I think bring your mic okay. in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, perfect. Yeah. This is the first time I'm doing this. <laughs> but yeah, no, thank yeah. you very much for having me. Mm. Um, that was a great introduction. And in a, in response to your first question, my name is pronounced Warda. Warda. That is how my mum says it. Yeah. 
that people who speak English primarily have a very difficult time pronouncing that rolling R. Yeah. So it's huerta. Let's see if you can kind of keep that up for the rest of the uh, time we're filming. But yeah. So guys, if you're watching, <laughs> like, just make a note, like if I get it wrong. Huerta. Uh, Close. Yeah. Huerta. 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 Yeah. What does it mean? So the translation is probably very close to either like flower or rose. Oh. So yeah. Oh, that makes sense because you're, I don't know if you'd mind me saying what your Instagram is. Yes. Um. Um. So yeah, very close to what my Instagram name is. Yeah. Oh. So yeah. I just thought, you know, because sometimes you don't know, like I just saw wildflower. Just thought, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's how, exactly how it came about. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's that is amazing. Is it a type of flower? No. So I think it just means flower. And mm. obviously, I mean, the most kind of common flower that people kind of romanticize is probably the rose. So but yeah, yeah it literally just translates to flower. Um and it's a name that has Arabic origins. Yeah. There is a Somali version. I okay. don't know why my mum went with my name. That's a question that yeah, um, I might have to sit down and ask her when I get some time. But um, yeah, that's what it means. Really? So, 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 so it's it's an Arabic name. Mm-hmm. Ah, it's kind of like Malaika. You know, like Malaika's yes. Arabic. And it's also Swahili as well. Yeah. means angel. Yeah, a lot of the names um, given to people who kind of live in the Horn or sometimes in countries that neighbor Islamic yeah. or countries that have like large Muslim populations there's a lot of Arabic influence in naming culture yeah so um it doesn't surprise me oh that is amazing that is amazing um and then another so one thing that we spoke about was like the naming of names right um and the the sort of rich history of it right so if you can talk to us about how in the Somali culture. Okay, I'll ask this question and I'll, I realize that there's, there's, there's another question that I need to ask to kind of take a step back. But I was just interested in that, in, in how in the Somali culture, um, you know, people are given names. Yeah, that's so, it's a really good question. And it mm. only comes about when people, for instance, um, ask questions, yeah. especially around the time when people, you know, for instance, are like, Asking questions like, oh, will you take your husband's surname? Those yeah. kind of silly topics that always come up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so Somali naming culture. Yeah. Your name is your lineage. Mm-hmm. So um, your name is literally a line of your paternal ancestors mm-hmm. going from your dad all the way back. I think um, now you have to forgive me because I'm a child of immigrants who's born and raised in the UK. Mm-hmm. So I do not know all 27 or 28 of my names, but um, I know my lineage goes back to the 18th century Wow! to one particular person who was settled in East Africa. Uh-huh. And so that is an identifier yeah. to not only my common family but to everybody else yeah who lives in the part of Somaliland that my parents are from yeah and we use it to identify each other so if you're ever lost it's the idea behind 
if you come from a nomadic society yeah. where you don't actually have a village or home like where you stay and reside, yeah. if you're constantly on the move in order to feed your livestock, um, wherever, you know, the rains hit, it's yeah. the idea of you, you always have your ancestors. You can always find each other. If you're lost, you'll always be able to find your way back home. Yeah. So I think I can get to about five generations. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. That's interesting. So give me, give me an example. Um, Cause you, you told me like your first name, middle name, surname, mm-hmm. right? What it mean? I mean, for purposes of this, you don't have to sort of use your actual, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know yeah. your actual names. Yeah. But maybe if you could give an example, okay. like if your name is duh, 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 what it actually means because I thought that was fascinating. Okay, so my first name is Warda. Mm-hmm. Let's just say my dad was called Muhammad. Yeah. So, and then my granddad was called Abdi. Yeah. My name would be Warda Muhammad Abdi. And then so on and so forth. So the idea is, my name's Warda, but you can tell from my name that I'm the daughter of Muhammad, who uh-huh. is the son of Abdi. Um, so it's the idea that as far back as you can go, yeah. you know where you come from. And it's really cool because ultimately everybody has a common ancestor. Yeah. So um, I've actually got a good story for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I met one of my all-time, like, famous people that I've always wanted to meet. Her name is Adna Ad and she was, like, the wife of one of the presidents. She's a great person. She's mm. a nurse. She's built loads of hospitals in Somaliland. She's really done loads to ensure, like the mortality, the maternal mortality rate has been lowered. Yeah. I met her and then she asked me, who are you? Yeah. And I just responded, oh yeah, my name's Warda. And she was like, she looked at me, she was like, that's not my name. But obviously you don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> so she asked me again. And it was obviously that idea of she wanted me to say, I'm Warda, daughter of so-and-so yeah. until we got to our common ancestor. Yeah. Because oh. she wanted to know who I am. Yeah. The, the lineage that I come from. Yeah. And it was that that she was asking me. But obviously it went, flew over my head and I just thought she was asking for my name. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot of history. Did, did you find a common... Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Her, I think she said her mum's clan and my yeah. clan are the same clan. So it's interesting. Wow. What they're in the end. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to ask the... Well... <laughs> uh, uh, Maya Jama. Mm-hmm. Like, so do you, because Maya Jama is half Somali, right? Yes. Do you know if she has, like, if she, if her name represents that or maybe because there's been, like, cross-cultural stuff, like, she hasn't taken? I don't know, but Jama is a Somali surname. Oh, is it? Yeah. So uh... it might just be her dad's surname, but Maya's, um, Maya's, sorry, Jama yeah. is a Somali surname. So I don't know where she comes from, but yeah, yeah, yeah. but at least that's an identifier. She, she essentially because it's patrilineal. Yeah, she will have a clan. She'll be on the list somewhere. Yeah, and she will know. Oh wow! Yeah, that is amazing. That's amazing. Okay, so the the question that of that I sort of thought about, and just sort of taking a step back, was in Somalia. Mm-hmm. And Somali land, which we'll come back to. How many tribes are they? Like, um, so I would say they're more clans because they're clans, all okay, related to each other essentially. Ah, uh, okay, by lineage. Um, so 
Now, I'm not exactly an expert. However, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say um, there, there are probably like five main ones, but there are then sub-clans. Yeah. So you have uh, clans that are a lot larger yeah. than others, and they tend to probably stay in their geographical location yeah. more recently. So um, the Sark clan, yeah, um, they are from Somaliland. Yeah, there are obviously other sub clans. Yeah, and other smaller clans that are also yeah. in the north. Yeah, um, and so yeah, it, it's a big tradition. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I think there are about five to answer your question. And then in terms of language, mm-hmm. how many languages? So they? Th- I think this is very different to yeah. your to your interpretation of language in Zimbabwe. Yeah. But we only have one language. Everybody speaks Somali, ah. which is very different to other countries, especially in like neighboring countries. Yeah. Um. So we have one one language. The the idea behind a lot of like the nationalism movement in Somali is one yeah. language, one people. Yes. 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 So it's very unique. Yeah. But obviously we also speak Arabic and the dialect will be different. Yeah. Um, and there are some very small clans that will have um, a kind of a Swahili twist to the uh, language that they speak. Okay. That's interesting. I wonder if that's unique to... I'm sure there's many countries where there's mm. just one language, right? But that's, that's interesting. Because I, I was about to say in the United Kingdom, but then we've got Welsh. Yeah. And then we've got, is it Gaelic? Like the Scottish language? Or, I forget Irish? what, but I know. <laughs> and then there's Irish, but, yeah. but I know like in Scotland, there's there's a, a, a language which is sort of dying down, but mm. it is there. Okay, okay. And then, this is what I didn't know. So, yeah. um, so I've known like Somalia, the country, mm. right? Um. But I didn't know that Somaliland was different from Somalia. So if you can school us on that. Yes. So I'll try and do this Mm. justice. But essentially Mm -hmm. Somaliland is um, a country in the northern part of Somalia. It borders Djibouti, Ethiopia and Somalia to the south. Yeah. Um, It has about 6 million people, probably more if everybody's been counted. Yeah. it, it initially, before independence, yeah, in the nineteen sixties, mm-hmm. I would say I think it was I think it was um, previously like a British protectorate in nineteen sixty, and then we gained independence, and then we united with the South. Mm-hmm. Um, so that continued till about nineteen ninety one. Yeah. where there was an independence war. Um, and so a lot of the Somali people that you yeah. see in London would have come here in the early 80s. Right. Sorry, late 80s, yeah. just to kind of, of um, kind of, because they had to leave the country. Yeah. Um, and then you would have seen later waves of immigration from people in southern or generally from southern Somalia in the right. 90s and the early 2000s. Yeah. Um, so Somaliland exists and has existed for as long as I've been born yeah. and alive. Yeah. So I haven't known any difference. Yeah. And obviously growing up here, my kind of understanding of the country 
was quite limited until we visited in mm. like 09, which was mm. great. Um, I think the culture, the people, mm-hmm. it's so vibrant, so lovely. I've, you know, I've never, I never really experienced just kind of belonging mm. until I went. Um, and so it was really interesting kind of just being there. Yeah. But also like wishing to come back home because ultimately yeah. you want your comfort. <laughs> you want to be back home. Yeah. But it was great. The food, the culture, the language, the togetherness. Yeah. It was amazing. So you were, t- you were telling me that in Somaliland, there's, it, it's a self-governed state. So we have elections. Uh-huh. Um, it's general, it's really peaceful zone. Yeah. Um, we have elections. Yeah. They're democratic. Yeah. Um, and I hope that it remains that way because I think it's civil unrest is so detrimental to just ordinary people who just want to carry on and yeah. go to school and go to work and just be free and safe. Yeah. So I wish that for everybody, all of our like African brothers and sisters and all over. The continent um yeah yeah okay but then i guess the difference is just that somaliland is not really recognized by like the i don't know united nations and whatever as like an independent state exactly internationally yeah it's not recognized unanimously mm. um there are some countries who do okay um and i think they have all the ingredients yeah. of an autonomous state. Yeah. It's just that international recognition yeah. isn't there. Um, and I, I'm not sure if that will change, but there's definitely yeah. arguments to be made for. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think like most Somalilanders, they don't actually, I, I think they on your day-to-day kind of, if you ask your day-to-day run-of-the-mill Somalilander, they... They are very content with, um, I don't know how to pr- like phrase how this, things are, yeah. but I, I would assume there are things, mm. there are always things that need to be done better, mm. but um, there are also things higher on the list than yeah. international recognition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. It's not high on the list. And then like, I, I, I can only imagine that it, can probably cause tensions with people that are like one nation, one language, Somalia, mm. right? So when you, so when you're abroad, right? Like when you interact with other Somali mm. people, um, is it something that you know instinctively that oh, this person is a southerner, or you just know that through conversation? Um, there'll be identifiers. Okay. So I think um, when you, for instance, when you have a conversation yeah. with a fellow person from like Zimbabwe, yeah, yeah. they'll speak and you'll yeah. kind of know because of their dialect, yeah, yeah, where yeah. they're from. Yeah, and yeah. so it's the same um, in yeah. with Somalis. Yeah. You can kind of hear them speak, you'll know. Yeah. Um, but generally, because we, like for instance, all the people that I know grew up here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, most people probably have a difficult time speaking Somali 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably what you'll hear is an English accent <laughs> yeah. or an English tongue or a few English words mixed in. Yeah, yeah what yeah. people like to call some English. So um, <laughs> it definitely yeah. works when you have like yeah. the older generation, like our parents yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But I don't know if it works so much with us. Yeah. And also, like, my, I don't have conversations about politics with okay. other Somali people, yeah. if I'm honest. Yeah. Um, I don't think that comes into day to day because ultimately there is still this kind of like mm. um, really close knit community. Everybody yeah. really, I, I think, so I, I think with other Somali people, there's that close knit community. Yeah. You're, you are Somali, you're kind of accepted. Yeah. Yeah. They're very kind of loving, caring. Yeah. They look yeah. after you, even if you're a stranger. Yeah. So I think that's first and foremost. Yeah. And so I think it doesn't really affect day-to-day interactions here. Yeah. If that's different back home, I wouldn't have a clue, but yeah. possibly. 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 Okay. And then, so you talked about like the close-knit community. Mm. Um and am I correct to say, and correct me if I'm mm. wrong, I've always got the impression that the Somali community is quite close-knit and, mm. and, and quite sort of like insular in, in its uh-huh. own way. That, that like, you know, like very different to Zimbabweans, I think. Mm. <laughs> Where Zimbabweans are like, yeah, we've got a community vibe, but then people are just like integrated, like mm. any and everywhere, right? Like you'll find a... a, a a, a Zimbabwean in like in the smallest village in Scotland or something uh, like that. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like I mean, like even like geographically and mm. sort of like doing things as a, as 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 a community. I remember even like when I went to the states, I went to Minneapolis, the the Twin City, <laughs> and it was like I was like, there's so many like every other person was like Somali. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that that's that's a hub. That's yeah, a hub. right. Yeah, so I, I I don't know. I would mm. disagree with you. I really? think Somalis generally just, they're, they're, anywhere you go, you probably will find a Somali. Mm. I think what's probably different, and you'll have to kind of tell me whether or not this is true, yeah. is the fact that we try really hard to keep on to our traditions. Okay. And so when you come to a new country, for instance, yeah. um, you've got a group of people, whether yeah. they be your blood family or let's just say from the same clan you are to help you integrate Mm. right so they help you with the language they probably take you in let you stay with them until Mm. you're kind of up on your feet Mm. and it's the idea that actually back home you would have like a village to help raise you or look after you have a support system yeah and I think what's happening is actually people Somalis coming here yeah like who've immigrated are trying to create that Mm-hmm. Here to ensure that actually everybody's okay. Yeah. So when I haven't really seen people who kind of like to kind of just take themselves out of the community, yeah. but they obviously exist. But yeah. again, I think the Zimbabwean community is really small. Yeah. In so maybe yeah, that's yeah. what it is, especially yeah. in London. Yeah. Maybe of that's. Course what you've noticed yeah 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 and i think also like just in terms of like things like marriage for mm. example like i think and correct me if i'm wrong mm. um i think zimbabweans yeah there's a lot of like you know you naturally marry and mm. form community but it's not i would say a lot more probably um marry across cultures uh, okay um which then 
obviously just naturally has an impact mm. in terms of the concentration of the community. Mm. But I get the impression that like um with with Somali people am I crazy saying that 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 there is an intentionality about right. okay try and you know like marry within your own. So I would say somewhat, I'd partially agree with that. I think, look, we're in a country where the biggest faith is Christianity. Mm. So as a community that's largely Muslim, Mm. that will, at the very least, women will be less likely to marry somebody who's of another Mm. faith. Yeah. It's not impossible, but the large majority will probably decide to marry another Muslim. Yeah. Now, you get into the kind of other side issues of yeah. like, so religion's a big one, and then probably thinking about race. Yeah. So the other communities that are Muslim in the UK probably don't marry outside of their race. Yes. So the yeah. pool of people are already yeah. smaller. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I think those are other factors that will probably contribute to that idea that most like Somali people just marry other Somali people. Ah. Uh. That makes sense. That makes sense. And then here's 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 another question, mm-hmm. which um, I hope I sort of say it right, but I'm gonna say it clumsily. Um, <laughs> okay, like do okay, do Somali people consider themselves black? Yes, but I think that is we have to have a bit of a wider discussion mm. to dig into why people may feel that they might not. Yeah. So in the UK, yeah, the idea of blackness being the central focal part of your identity yeah. is a major thing. Yeah. Like all of the forms, who are you? You're a black British <laughs> yeah, yeah. person, you're black African, you're yeah. black Caribbean. It's woven into the kind of like societal identifiers, right? Mm. Go back home, pick mm. any country mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where that's predominantly black, any sub-Saharan African country. Yeah. Being black is not an identifier. Right. Everybody's got the same skin color. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So in Somalia, uh, when they ask you, who are you? You answer with your lineage, your clan. What clan do you belong with? When you go to, let's say, Nigeria, what tribe do you belong to? They won't ask you if you're black. The idea of blackness isn't something that I would say is an identifier. Yeah. So you, I think as some immigrants probably kind of struggle with the idea of like, Having a, a strong identity, yeah. a strong sense of nationalism, yeah. being taken out of that environment that's kind of developed your psyche, right? And then you get put into the UK and all of a sudden, all of these things that you are, mm. that have history, your culture linked to them, they're all taken away and you're told about the idea of blackness, right. which is linked to your skin colour. Yeah. And if you think about the way that they think, all of the culture, the pride, the nationalism that's attached to clans and tribes. Yeah. Imagine all of that being kind of squashed into the idea mm. that your being, mm. the first thing that's important about you is your skin colour. I yeah. think that's what they struggle with. Right. But when you're here, when you've grown up here, yeah. you have that pride, like I am black, I'm black, yeah. I'm black, I'm a black Muslim woman. Yeah. I'm a black African woman. Yeah. And so you identify with that and you're you've been like brought up in that. Yeah. And it's also very like it gives you a sense of community with other people. Mm-hmm. Because ultimately we only make up what three to five percent of the UK population. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. as much as London skews the, your <laughs> idea of how many black people there yeah. are, 
we are a very minute percentage. Yeah. That's interesting. So I've heard this word and I hope it's not a bad word. What is Habisha? H-A-B-E. Habasha. Yeah, Habasha. So Habasha, I think, is a word used to describe Ethiopian and Eritrean people. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Is there a shared, like, culture of Somalia, Eritrea? No. So, um... Ethiopian culture has they have their own history. It's yeah. rich. So it's the same with Ethiopia um Eritrea, excuse yeah. me. Yeah. Um and then there's Somali culture. I think they're very distinct. They've got their yeah. own kind of cultural, yeah, yeah, yeah. historical, yeah. Yeah. Richness. But I guess maybe it's the Arabic influence. <laughs> Not even. I th- no. That, that is no, I would similar. say no. No. I I would disagree with you. you would, but have you not heard that before? So I think, unfortunately, what people do here yeah. is this idea that they lump Somalis, Ethiopians, and Eritreans together because of their the way they look. Yeah, no, no, and 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 yeah, and literally, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> no, but but I'm just but but that's not because I'm I'm saying is that because of the the Arabic sort of genes? No, I think, no, no. So no, I, there is I, something there, there is, though, though. So Come on. Look, okay, so you have to tell me, right? Yeah. I think East Africa is bigger than just those three countries. No, no, it is. And so there's but, the but look. Like Kenya, Tanzania, that's different. Like, I maybe feel... Tanzania a little bit. Okay. But, I mean, no. But literally, <laughs> I'm saying in terms of... I know it sounds... Yeah. For example, I always say, like, Southern Africans mm. have a look about them. Okay. Fine. I can just look at them. Yeah. And I'm like, that is a Southern African. I won't say what the look is because I'll get cancelled. Yeah. No, okay, let me so not I, say I, it. Okay, but so I'll look, tell you. Oh, so look, yeah. I would say to you, Somalis, that they have, there's no one look, right? You have yeah. a whole array yeah. of people. Yeah. Um, and their features are different. And so there's different communities yeah, yeah. that, quote unquote, will look... Um, more Arab, um, and there's communities that will look more like stereotypically Somali. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's also kind of groups that will look um, more like Kenyan, but also it's just yeah. geographical. It's who they've married into, yeah, where they've been. You know, are they on the border? Is that where they've always been? There's also Somalis in Kenya who have married yeah. Kenyan people. Yeah, like, so yeah, yeah, yeah. it's really hard, but I think. That idea yeah. is probably it's rooted in a lack of awareness, if I'm honest. Is, is it? Warta, <laughs> like... Go on to TikTok. You get what I mean, though. Okay, so I need you to go on to TikTok, <laughs> yes, right? Yes. And look at the Somali Bantu community. Okay. So have a look. Uh-huh. They are very Somali. Okay. Yeah. But... That would just, and then like, there's also like the Bravanese people who uh-huh. are really light and they've got like green and blue eyes. Oh. So it's really different. Yeah. And I think as, as people like living in the UK, you might just see like the common looks. Yeah. And not really be aware of like the, 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 the whole diff- region. Like, mm. like, you know, everybody looks different. And there's like, yeah. it's, there's no one thing. That's why I think culture is so important. Yeah. No. Yeah. 
I, I, I hope that kind of <laughs> tries to give you an answer that's you know it does it does helpful. Give, it it does it does give me an answer. Um, but but what I will say is Somali people are beautiful, like absolutely. Oh, that's really nice. Like gorgeous. Um, I also think Ethiopian Eritrean people like that's a commonality for me. Like, Listen, African women. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, of course. Here, of course, of course. Can I just say, Southern African mm. women, mm-hmm. the waists, <laughs> the teeny tiny waistlines, models could <laughs> not. <laughs> Absolutely beautiful. Yes, yes, yes. I, I will receive that on behalf. Although, although, although the waist part. Listen, listen I, they I, are well endowed. I, I'm muted from the chat, but you know what? <laughs> listen. <clears throat> no, I okay. Um, we do have to go now. Um, but just one last thing, like the food. So we went out yep. and uh, I tried. Some, I was like, "Why is this cuisine like not up there?" Like, guys, Somali food is chef's kiss. Amazing. Yeah, I I can't. I would just have to second that and be like, guys, yeah. go and if you haven't had Somali food. Have some bris and pile, yeah. which is rice and meat. Mm-hmm. You have to try it, yeah. Because once you get a chance to try it, you'll be like hooked. Yeah, yeah. No, it is absolutely, absolutely beautiful. And you know what, Warda, am I saying? <laughs> really, I've been trying. You're trying, yeah, yeah. Warda. Um, oh, and there's a lot of Somali, Somali people in Sweden. Why is that? Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. I've never been to Sweden. But you know that there's loads there, right? Yeah. Yeah. I used to have a friend, Ikram. Um, she was Swedish. Mm. I think she was born in Sweden. Oh. So I always used to wonder, like, what was the connection? Like Unfortunately, you Yeah. When once, you know, if you've have if you've got to leave your homeland, then you yeah. go where safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. where where there's other people. And where and, there's other people. Yeah. So yeah. there's yeah. a lot of people in Europe. A lot yeah. of people in the UK, yeah. a lot of people in America, yeah, and Canada. Yeah, but also Somalis are everywhere. So yeah, big up to all the Somali listeners. Yeah, yeah, big up, <laughs> big up, big up, big up. Um, no, I have enjoyed this conversation. Thank you, thank you so much. Um, if you guys are listening and we've got some things wrong, where you're like, oh, like let us know with love. <laughs> yes, please, guys, kindness. <laughs> Kindness <laughs> With love But I think it's really important To have these conversations um, But yeah No Thank you Thank you Thank you so much And guys If there's anything You can take away Please try Somali food Google Like your local place Like you have to try it uh-uh. Is there anything What Any last words Before we close No I was just going to say Like any stories I've shared Are probably stories That I've heard From like Parents The Somali yeah. diaspora it's very much a romanticized tale, but um, for those of you who um, want to kind of listen, like, yeah. thank you. And thank you for having me no. as well. Thank you for being here. So guys, chat with that. See you later. Bye.